I want you to be as successful as you want to be. But in a way, I don't really want you to be more successful than you want to be. Because if I tell you to be more successful than you want to be, you might end up doing things that you don't want to do. I know you think you want the responsibilities that come with that, but you don't actually know what you're saying. And yeah, maybe you need to go find out. But I'm telling you right now, it is so much different looking from the surface, looking from the outside in, than, than being in it from the inside out. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,533. It was yesterday's episode. What's more true now than it's ever been for you? Today, for episode number 1,534, happy Tuesday. Not everyone is supposed to be successful. We did a group coaching session recently and after the group coaching sessions myself alan and amy do a a breakdown what did we learn what can we do to make it better what went well and and alan and i and amy were having a deep conversation and somehow we got to the point where amy has really helped us understand a different perspective alan and i are obviously fairly masculine men who like certain things. Amy is a parent who has really allowed us to see a different perspective that we never really fully understood until we got close to the women on the team. And we just got a really good breakthrough and a breakdown of not everyone is supposed to be quote-unquote successful at the same level, in the same way, with the same approach, with the same schedule, to the same amount as everyone else. So, first of all, I don't want the title to seem negative. Not everyone is supposed to be successful. All I mean by that title is, one, you have to identify what does success mean to you. Not what does it mean to everyone else that you want to mean to you. What actually is success to you? Is it being a stay-at-home parent? Is it getting married? Is it getting a house? because you've never had a house before. I remember I told you this, Alan. I've never, growing up, we never had a home. We always rented. Never had I ever been a part of a home where we actually had a house to ourselves, where we didn't have a landlord. And that's one of the reasons for me, it's always been super important to get a house. That was a dream for me at one point, to get a house and have my own house and not have to report to someone. Obviously, you have to report to the bank, but that was at one point, a version of success for me. So that's really what I want this episode to be about. I want this to be an empowering episode that helps us break free of what other people define success as to us and for us, and then just leaning into maybe the potential discomfort that comes with admitting what success is to you. Maybe in your friend group, maybe in your family, being a stay-at-home parent isn't grounds for quote-unquote success. 
So how do we work through that so we can lean into that more and more? Because the last thing I want you to do is live a life that you didn't design, that you don't desire, and then get the results that you actually don't want. And then you have to maintain those results. And then that ends up creating a treadmill that you're running on for the rest of your life. So that is my goal in episode number 1,534. I was 25, 24 years old, and I was up in Vermont. I believe it was Stratton Mountain. And my company at the time funded all of us to go snowboarding together. It was team building. And we went to dinner every night, and it was a lot of fun. And it was all the sales engineers, and it was the district sales manager, and it was the regional sales manager, and it was like a quarterly get-together to make sure everyone's on the same page, writing the same book, so to speak. And I'm sitting around this dinner table, and it's very, very expensive dinner, probably $1,000-plus for all of us. And this company was very generous regarding these outings. They they really invested in team-building stuff. And I enjoyed snowboarding, and you know my team had never snowboarded with me before, and I've been snowboarding since I was a kid. I was on the mountain at four years old, so it was like, holy crap, it was fun. But we're sitting around this dinner... And at the time, I'm making almost $200,000 a year. And I'm in my early 20s. And I'm coming off paying off all my school debt. And I have very low expenses. And I don't have a family yet. I don't own a home yet. So I, I bought a $5,000 car in cash. And I just kept my expenses really low. And I'm just, I'm just investing a ton in the stock market. Just banking a lot of money. And I, I, I'm making the least amount of money, close to the least at the table. And there's a big table, probably 10 people, maybe 12 people. And I told them that I had paid off all my debt. And I was super pumped because I was celebrating. And this seems to be a theme whenever you celebrate your accomplishments. <laughs> People get triggered when you celebrate things that, that they aren't doing. I didn't realize this then. I was so naive. But anyways, uh, the people in the table were like, you know, kind of good for you and whatever. And one of them was like, Alan, I don't understand how do you stay motivated if you're not in a mountain of debt like all of us? And they were playful with it, but they were dead serious. I mean, they were all in mountains of debt, right? New condo, new boat, new blah, 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 right? And I, to me, that was just stupid, personally. But that's just the way they run their lives, that you know? And they all make a lot of money, but they don't really have any of it. And so where am I going with this? I That was the moment, by the way, that I decided to quit corporate forever because I realized that when you realize you don't want to be your boss and you don't want to be your boss's boss and you don't want to be your boss's boss's boss it's like oh okay so the ladder I'm climbing is mm. on the same on the wrong uh on the wrong building there's a book by Stephen Covey that talks about the seven habits of highly effective people and he says that what happens in life is we climb these ladders and then we realize when we're at the top of the ladder we go oh crap this is leaning up against the wrong building and that's what Kevin and I don't want for you. And that's why we're talking about success. Because in a traditional sense, when I tr wanted to quit corporate, a lot of people in my life were very, very, very adamant about me not making that decision. Now, on one hand, they didn't know that we were going to be successful. Understandable, most people who start podcasts do not end up as successful as I was back then. These people have since, you know... Uh, some of them, not all of them, but many of these people have since reached out and said, hey, congratulations, I'm sorry I was a dick, or I'm sorry I didn't believe in you, or whatever. But again, it's easy to do that after we already are successful. But at the time, 
I kind of understand now from a different lens why they were so concerned. And one person in particular was like, Alan, you have the dream. This is the dream. This is what you worked your entire life for. You know, you you did well in high school and you got into your dream college and you worked your butt off in college. And, and she's right. I mean, it was brutal. I mean, it really was bad. I remember in college being so broke and people making fun of me and, you know, when are you going to get a real job? And I'm like, well, what's a real job? And they say 40 hours a week. It's like, um, internships are valuable. I'm building a resume. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to make six figures right out of school. And I would always get attacked for that. And you really think you could, and you know, I also hung out with a lot of really non-supportive people in hindsight. Fair. So anyways, I did that, made six figures out of school and all that and achieved all my quote unquote dreams. But at the end, it was like, why would you ever leave that? Why would you ever leave a job making that much money? You have the dream. You did it. You, you have the American dream, quote unquote. The truth is, and I said this, I said, this isn't my dream. This isn't my dream. This is your dream. This is what you think you would want. A bunch of money, a bunch of time freedom, because I, I managed my own territory so I didn't have to punch a time card. That kind of thing. Just because, just because this is amazing from the outside looking in doesn't mean it's amazing from the inside looking out. And my dream now is to, to build a personal development company, to, to focus on helping people improve their futures and, and have a bigger, better, brighter future versus what I was doing at the time, which is selling industrial automation equipment that actually took away jobs. Instead, I want to build a business that helps people create jobs and, and, and create a bigger future rather than take away jobs. And that's really the lesson for everybody is success needs to look different for everybody because everybody has different core values and everybody has different beliefs and everybody is uniquely different. You know, it makes sense why some people love Disney movies and some people don't. That's okay. This world would be really boring if everyone was identical and everyone was the exact same. And so what is your unique flavor of success? Our next meetup is about this, but I love this topic because just because I had everyone else's dream doesn't mean it was mine. And if I wasn't able to trust myself, we would not be here right now because everyone, and I'm telling you everyone, thought I was an idiot for starting a YouTube channel slash podcast and going all in on my dreams and trying to I didn't to think you were an idiot, sir. I appreciate that. I didn't know you that. very well at that point. If I did, I probably would have thought you were an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, but they really did. They, they, you know, in their opinion, it was like, that is the worst idea ever. And I disagree strongly. It was the best idea ever. I mean, our life is 10 times better now. I, I had a really valuable point of growth recently. Tara and I were driving somewhere together. It was late at night. And I said, I had a moment today. Or I, I don't know what to think of it yet. And she said, tell me more. That's what she says. Tell me more. And I said, I overheard these two guys in the gym. And I said, this isn't from a place of judgment. This is just from a place of exploration. But they were so happy about the fact that they only had to work like five hours a day at their job, even though they got paid for eight. And I said, it was just really hard for me to connect with that. And she said, well, maybe that's just what they're into right now. Maybe that's just what they value. And in my mind, it's like, yeah, maybe it, 
sometimes that scares me for what their futures might look like. I have empathy for the fact that that's what you want to do, but it scares me at times because I wonder if you're aware of what that's going to create in the future. I remember when I worked, so I used to work third shift at a hospital. I worked overnights and it was brutal. Shout out to anybody who works overnights. My goodness, props to you because it, it was brutal. And I used to work with a, a guy named Adam. Him and I used to work together. Big fan. And one night, we were setting up the conference room for a meeting that was the next morning. And we turned off the lights and we just sat there for a while. We both fell asleep. So I was like sleeping in the corner for, I don't know, even know how long. This might have been for hours. And at the time, I thought that was awesome. I was like, hell yeah. That was a pretty successful night. Had a nap. I used to go in the linen room and read magazines when I was in charge. I used to write songs. <laughs> Couldn't really search on your phone. It wasn't like it is today. I don't know if they blocked the Wi-Fi. But at that time, I was super, super excited that I only had to work a few hours a night. But I think as my definition and my goals, my definition of success changed and my goals towards success changed, my approach and my view of that type of stuff had to change too. So I'm trying to make sure that I balance the empathy of if... If I gave someone my position in life and said, hey, this is what I do on the day-to-day, go crazy. And you can get all the, you can have all the results too. You'll have all the results, you can have everything. I understand that a lot of people, they wouldn't enjoy that. They might like it for a week. They might not like it at all. They might say, well, you don't really have any time to do any of the beneficial stuff that you're getting from all the quote-unquote success you have. Well, maybe that's just what success looks, looks like for me. I'm of the opinion now more than ever, I don't really, it's a balance. It's such a, it's such a juggling act. Hey everyone, I'm Helen from Melbourne, Australia. I'm an entrepreneur and a client of Alan's from Next Level University. I've had many business coaches in the past and I can honestly say that Alan is seriously next level. He has this unique ability to help you find a solution to your business problems. I can be vulnerable with Alan. I can share anything and feel comfortable in his presence. I feel empowered to do incredible things. So if you're looking for a business coach, I highly recommend Alan because he will be instrumental in achieving your success. I want you to be as successful as you want to be. But in a way, I don't really want you to be more successful than you want to be. Because if I tell you to be more successful than you want to be, you might end up doing things that you don't want to do. Yeah, and And then you you have to do more of them later. To maintain it. To maintain it. That's the hard thing is, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's better to just not get the level of success that you think you want but don't actually want or to get it and then be able to take your foot off the gas and decide later. I really, yeah, I, I wonder, I think that's kind of a, a paradox, but I just want to make sure my point lands for this episode because I, I don't want it to come off as negative or anything. Again, we're all about dream chasing. I want you to chase whatever dreams it is you, you desire. But I also, I want you to be realistic with what actually matters to you. If you value family more than you value money, I want you to have more family than you do money. 
can that present challenges later in life? Absolutely, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. But there's a way to do it because you can always be with an intimate partner who's more that's focused fair. on career and money. Yeah. And then you yeah, can be a stay-at-home dad or a stay-at-home mom. And even that's so, a, that's a good layer of awareness when you're right. going in. I just want you to have whatever success means to you, not because I said, look, you should get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to the gym and do this and do this. I'm trying now more than ever when I'm on these microphones or being interviewed by someone else to say, look, this is what works for me. I like getting up early. I like going to bed early. This is what I like doing. I want you to choose. I don't care if I'm on here as a guest, quote unquote, expert on somebody else's podcast. Please take everything I say through a lens and through a filter and figure out what actually lands and resonates with you. And I think this is just a friendly reminder of that today in this episode as well. We talked about those two things that I want to share. I know we got to jump soon. <laughs> uh, two things. One is whatever goals you choose, make sure that getting the goal isn't the only reason. Make sure that growth is at least part of the reason. Because if the goals are high, Growth is going to be required, and if it's for growth, then you're going to actually get a lot of benefits along the way because you're going to grow a bunch along the way. Versus if it's just for the goal and growth isn't what you really want, you're basically going to delay gratification all the way until you actually get the goal, which you might not ever get, quite frankly. Yeah. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is the three R's. I actually have the graphic design team creating an asset right now for this. But essentially, it's a pyramid with three levels. And this is Next Level University, so it's level one, then two, then three, going from bottom to top. Picture a pyramid with a star at the top. And level one, <clears throat> level one <laughs> is responsibilities. Level two is roles. And level three is results. And so a lot of people, myself included, particularly in fitness, back when I did, so as of yesterday, yesterday was Sunday, as of us recording this, and I went back through every now and then, every couple of years, I just go through all of my social media, all my past, all my past photos. I just kind of reassess my entire existence. And I went through all my old fitness stuff, all my old fitness photos, all the modeling photos, shoots I did. I did 41 different fitness shoots where I was shirtless and in way better shape than I am now which is just so frustrating for me. I don't like getting worse. It's not like I'm not putting in effort. I'm 635 days in a row of consistent exercise, but back then fitness was my whole life. So half hour a day ain't exactly going to do it compared to when that's your whole world, fitness coach, fitness competitor, fitness model. Now, the good analogy here is when you do a fitness show, you reach a level of success. This is to Kevin's point. You reach a level of success that isn't sustainable. And so then you, you see the picture on stage, you're fully tanned up, you're underneath the best lights ever, you're ripped out of your mind, you have an eight pack or a six pack or whatever, and then after that, there, there you go, now, now you peaked. Mm -hmm. Now you peaked until the downhill. next time you compete. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. And so that's what Kevin's saying when he says, I don't want you to reach a level of success that you can't sustain or that you never really understood now, I learned a lot, I grew a lot, but I'm still basically always up against that. And now I'm 35, and that's going to be even harder than it used to be. Now, I digress back to the three R's. Level one, responsibility. Level two, 
roles, level three results. If I want those same results, I have to take responsibility in advance for everything that comes with it. Meaning the two and a half hour workouts I used to do, the hour of cardio at night before bed, the tracking calories every single day, tracking macros every single day, tracking micronutrients every single day, the supplements that I used to spend a ton of money on, all the protein shakes and protein powders. Protein shakes suck. I don't even like them. I don't do protein shakes anymore. Can't stand them. Now, you can't want a result, unfortunately, without also wanting all of the responsibility that comes with it. Last piece. I had one of my clients who said, I want your life. I want to be CEO. I want to start my own company. I want all the challenges and all the growth. I said, I understand what you're saying. And I really appreciate it. I think that's awesome. They use the word protege. I want to be your protege. But you do not understand what you're asking for. You, you've never led a 20-person team. You've never, you've never worked out every day for two years while leading a 20-person team. You've never had an intimate relationship and run three businesses between the two of you and stayed in shape and run a household and had pets and run a 20-person team that's exponentially growing and done social media every day for nine years without missing, within reason, I've missed a couple times. But you've never, I know that you think you want that. I know you think you want the responsibilities that come with that. But you don't actually know what you're saying. And yeah, maybe you need to go find out. But I'm telling you right now, it is so much different looking from the surface, looking from the outside in, than, than being in it from the inside out. And I'm telling you right now, you think you know how hard my life is. I'm telling you right now, you don't. And I'm not saying that to make me look special. I'm saying that so that you don't make your life and set your life up for something you're going to regret. And that's really what Kevin and I are saying. Make sure that the level of success that you aim for is number one, congruent with what you value, and number two, the responsibilities that you know will come with that is also what you're going to want as well. Last thing, not everyone is supposed to be financially free because not everybody wants to do the things that might be required for them to actually be financially free. Not everybody should have a family because not everybody is willing to do the things required to be a good parent or a good partner or a good spouse or whatever, a good leader of the household, whatever it may be. Not everybody should do a fitness show because not everybody's willing to do or is healthy for them to do what it takes to get on stage. That's really what I want to, to land for this episode. I want you to shoot for whatever it is you want, but I really want you to actually want it. Because the last thing I want you to, to do is to get a result and say, oh, this isn't it. Now I have to put on the charade for the next 10 years. Because mm-hmm. everybody around me sees this result I have, and now it's part of my reputation, now it's part of my self-worth, now it's part of my confidence, now it's part of my lifestyle, it's part of my identity. I just don't want that. That's really the, the big takeaway that, uh, I guess that would be the next level nugget for me. What is your next level nugget quickly, good sir? Mine would be to second what you said, because to circle back to the original story, and Kev, I didn't understand this then, but I hate travel. I, 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 I don't know if hate is the right word. I, yeah, I don't think I like travel at all. I'll say that. I don't like traveling at all. I never have. I don't know if I ever will. And I had to travel so much for that job. Yeah. I managed all of Western New England. I was driving all around Connecticut 90% of the time. I was driving up to Vermont to GE. I was, I was all over the place. And I, in hindsight, I just 
I just couldn't stand it. I don't like being in the car for that long. The only thing that I loved was the books that I got to listen to. And just just remember, you don't want what you aim for to to create a life you don't want. And that's my next level nugget. Next Level Nation, if you have not yet joined our private Facebook group, appropriately named Next Level Nation, please do so. We have been hearing from so many of you. Shout out to Nicole, who emailed Alan and I. Callie or Kaylee, who's been posting in Next Level Nation, commenting on stuff. Just shout out to all of you. If you are looking for a group of like-minded individuals, if you are looking for a community, and I think that's really what we're all looking for at the end of the day, Next Level Nation is open. It is a safe place to be yourself and it is a great opportunity to meet other people who are into growth at the level you are. As always, link will be in the show notes and we will see you there. Also, thank you so much to our community. We have one of the most generous communities ever. It's wild. Thank you so much. So we set a goal to raise $500. Kevin and I matched the 500. So we already donated the 500 and we're almost at goal. So that makes a thousand total. For the Next Level Hope Foundation holiday event on December 10th, we are renting out the YMCA. You can go to the GoFundMe page. The link is in the show notes. You'll see the video from last year. It was awesome. This year, we're partnering with Books for Babes. There's going to be a big box of books for the kids as well in tandem with all the gifts, and it's going to be mayhem in the best way. (laughs) But thank you all so much because we're only 50 bucks away from goal. So whether it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, or 50 bucks, we really, really appreciate it. Every little bit helps. And uh, thank you so much for how quickly we got to goal because we're coming up on it. I mean, I think we're 13 days out. Yes. Shout out to each and every one of you. Again, I would put our community up against any community on the planet. I am so grateful and we are so privileged to have the amazing humans in our corner that we do, I would say locally and in real life, but also virtually around the world. So thank you all. We are super, super grateful. Tomorrow, for episode number 1,535, is there a way to use comparison in a positive way? We talk about comparison often, and I think comparison has been villainized for many appropriate reasons, but we will talk about that. Can we use it in a positive way? Tomorrow, what are you smiling about? I just have this image in my head that can't, I think we talked about this last week mm. of a thousand dollars worth of pizza and you and, like and in me. the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. In like a Santa hat, you know, or something. I would have a full belly. Yeah. I would slink, I'd, I'd dress up like the Grinch, throw it over my shoulder and drag it down the hallway <laughs> to the locker room. That was funny, man. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you again. We appreciate you. Talk soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.